Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Trulia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back, my little teenies, to Martinis and Bikinis. So I know this has been the era of the solo episodes for the last few weeks, but it's been really fun recording these. And I feel like this year is so exciting already. I have so many fun guests lined up for the new year and I'm recording a ton this week now that I'm back in New York and I just cannot wait to hear what you guys think and obviously just continue the growth of this podcast and yeah, I feel really grateful. And speaking of grateful, my word of 2024, which I actually said last week, is the word grounded, which I feel like grateful and grounded kind of have this same synergy. And as you guys may know by now, today is my birthday. I'm turning 27 and I'm sure I've posted about it on socials. I absolutely fucking love my birthday. And it's something that I really look forward to every year. This year is a little bit more chill. I'm just having a little dinner party with friends at my apartment. I'm turning 27, so I feel like it's not that exciting. I'm excited for my late 20s, though, because I feel like I've learned so much about myself. I have so much confidence in the person that I am. And Honestly, it's just a really great time to just really not even set the foundation. I've already done that, but just solidify everything that I've worked towards and continue doing that. So I'm excited for 27, which leads me to 27 ways to stay grounded and 27 ways that I have instilled groundedness into my life. And maybe some things that I wish I could kind of go back and pinch my younger self and give her a little wake up call or just different modalities to going about life and making sure that you stay grounded. Because I honestly think that that is the most attractive trait in anyone, just being this grounded, genuine, authentic person. And I feel really proud to say that I feel as if I have really catapulted into that person even over like the past few months and especially moving to New York completely alone and trying something scary and putting myself out there and changing the status quo of what my life once was it feels really great and really empowering and I really feel so just recentered and really proud of myself to be honest so starting at number one go back to your roots so the last few weeks Literally the last month, I have been home in Louisiana with close friends, with my family, and it feels so good to just completely separate my life from what it is here to where things started. And I think having that reminder of who you once were and the people that have supported you along the way is so essential to just see for yourself and to remind yourself of because it's just, it's been so refreshing and I can't really explain the feeling, but I just feel so much more like myself than I probably ever have. And yeah, 
go back to your roots, whether that's just reminding yourself where you came from and who you are today and how far you've came. Maybe it's taking a visit home. Maybe it's getting together with close friends or family. But I think going back to your roots is just such a great thing to do. Number two, meditate. And I know this is kind of cliche, maybe oversaid, but I absolutely love meditating. But I am a big believer in breath work. So I've done meditations where I just lay there and I listen to the sounds and the voices of these strangers. But I think the number one thing that has helped me in my meditation journey has been breath work. So I like to do things that feel actionable. And I feel like for me, breath work is much more of a release than just laying there and maybe overthinking or not really being able to fully tune into the meditation. So I love Wim Hof's breathing technique. I talk about it all the time on here, but it's basically on YouTube. It's completely free and they have a beginner's version, which I actually still do because these girls' lungs are not to what they used to be. But I will do about three rounds and basically breathe in and out 30 times. Then you hold your breath for 30 seconds then you breathe in and you hold your breath for 15 seconds and then you release. Then you do it over again. And every single time that you hold your breath, you're going to increase that time. So the second round, you'll do 30 breaths in and out, and then you'll hold your breath for a minute and then 15 seconds breath holding in and then release out. So I find that to be really, really helpful and a good practice because I actually just did this really, really cool system called an EES. It's an energy enhancement system. And it's new technology, but it's basically these radio frequencies. You go into this room, there's all these TVs with all these weird colors and lines, and there is the sound bath. And you basically lay on a recliner, or whatever the space is like. The place I went to had like a ton of recliners and couches. And you are supposed to drift off into sleep. It's supposed to be a better method to sleep during it. And some people have paid like thousands of dollars to sleep in these rooms for like two days straight. And basically these radio frequencies will help repair cells and are really good for inflammation, for anti-cancer properties, things like that. But I felt so incredibly renewed. I did my Wim Hof method. I didn't even need my phone to do it. I just knew it. I've been doing it for so long. I did it on the spot passed the fuck out. And I came out feeling so refreshed, recharged. I went in there feeling a little stressed out. And I can honestly say that I felt so peaceful leaving it. I really want to develop a practice of doing this maybe even once a month. They have a lot of places here in New York that I'm excited to try. But I actually went in my like high school, middle school hometown, Lafayette, Louisiana. They have a energy enhancement system place there. So that was super cool. I went with my aunt. Number three, gratitude. I think gratitude is the number one thing that helps me to feel like the best version of myself. And it kind of reminds you that things aren't that bad, that people are really suffering out there in the world. And it's important to feel grateful for the things that we don't even really just take into account on a day-to-day -day basis. My favorite example is your legs to help you get out of bed. And I know that that is deep, but... It's so true. Like the littlest things in life that we take for granted are some of the biggest. And I think it's important to remind yourself that. So 
I'll write down three things that I'm grateful for every single morning and I try and keep it as less surface level as possible. And that really just helps me really fine tune my situations at hand, my so-called problems. And I'm not trying to invalidate anything that happens in my life, but I think having a good gratitude practice really allows you to feel empowered, reminded, and centered. Number four, spend time with your close circle. Lately, I would say within the past six months, I've been really focused on spending time with my just absolute support system. And a lot of that is people that have been in my life for so freaking long. And it's hard sometimes whenever you all live in different places and you don't see each other as often, but I've really been trying to just grasp that concept of my close longtime friends. And I think that's really helped me to feel more grounded. And these are the people that know me better than I know myself. So it's been really, really amazing getting to spend time with those people. Number five, don't gossip. Cattiness is the least sexy thing that you can do. I went to a really small high school, like I graduated with 37 people. I don't even know if I've ever said that before. I graduated with 37 people, which is so nuts. And there wasn't really groups at my high school. I obviously had my really close friends, but I was friends with everyone. And I went to this one school from the third grade until my senior year of high school. And it's weird. I would walk around the halls. I would walk around in my different classes or sit next to whoever and all of my different classes that I was in. And it was never the same people. I was friends with everybody. We all knew way too much about each other's lives. And I guess whenever I went to college, I had my first awakening of what like a clique is or what like a friend group is. And that was honestly such a culture shock for me. I feel like now that I've became an adult, I am just so not interested in cattiness or gossip or just putting people down whenever they're at their worst, or maybe it's something that they're really struggling with and somebody has a comment or something to say about it. And I just like to actually physically remove myself from those situations because number one, it doesn't make me feel better about myself. Two, it actually makes me feel worse about myself. And three, it's so unproductive. It's not leading to anything, to anywhere. And it's not helping me reach any goal of mine and vice versa. I think it's just so sad, especially as women, to hear other women tear other women down whenever it's so important for us to support one another. And if we're not going to be the voices for those women, then it honestly shows so much insecurity within ourselves. So I think not gossiping. Obviously, there's times whenever you have just safe spaces that you can talk about difficult situations in. But I think actively trying to tear somebody down. And I think a lot of gossip is bloomed from boredom. So next time you want to talk badly about somebody, maybe think to yourself, is this productive? Is this actually going to help me with anything? Is this going to help them? Is this like conflict resolution or is this just toxic? Number six, be present in everything. Cooking, walking, hanging out with friends, trying to spend time off of your phone. Even whenever you're walking outside, just feeling the breeze, listening to the leaves in the wind, who knows? I think it's just important to be present and to tap in and remind yourself 
what a blessing it is to be alive. Number seven, go on long intentional walks. I've been doing this a lot recently with friends and it's so great just to have really meaningful conversations. And especially in New York, it's so fun to go on long walks because there's always something going on. So you never know what you'll run into. Number eight, smiling at strangers. I think living here, it's so funny. I always had this ideology that nobody smiled at each other and everybody was mean. And ever since being in Louisiana, obviously that's the smiling capital of our nation. You see somebody in the grocery store that you don't know, you smile at them. You see a little kid running around, you smile at them. They smile back. It's so wholesome and amazing. But ever since I've been back, I've been intentionally smiling at strangers here. And I'm not doing it on accident just because I've been there for a while. But I wanted to see what people actually did and how they reacted. And every single person has smiled back at me. And I think it's honestly so nice. And I think it sometimes can make people's day. So yeah, smile at a stranger today. Number nine, think before you speak. And if it's something that you are debating on whether or not you should say it, you probably shouldn't. And I think from like a religious standpoint, I read this in my devotional a while back. And if Jesus wouldn't say it, neither should you or whoever you believe in, whatever higher power. Number 10, ask questions, be a good listener. I think one of the most intentional qualities in a person is the willingness to ask questions and be truly interested and be a good listener. One of my friend's boyfriends is really good at this. He knows everything about everyone and even things that like my friend doesn't know about <laughs> like her close family and friends. And I think he's like a really good inspiration for that because I think having the willingness to really listen to somebody and kind of see past this external presence that we all have and actually see like their soul is so cool. So yeah, number 11, talk about things that you're passionate about. I think it is just so interesting and amazing. And that's why I honestly have this podcast because how cool is it that I get to interview people that have these very unconventional lifestyles that are also ultra successful and do all these really cool things, but I also get to listen to what they're passionate about. I think it is so, so incredible to hear their stories. And I honestly light up whenever I see that passion in their face. And I, it makes me excited to talk about things that I'm passionate about. And I think that there's something that kind of overcomes us whenever we are talking about something that we're ultra passionate about. And it's just a really attractive feature and just this energy and this light that people can bring to the table. And I think it's so empowering, incredible, fantastic, amazing. I sound like that Lady Gaga clip when she's talking about Bradley Cooper. <laughs> but yeah, you get what I mean. Number 12, read. I've been really into reading my Kindle lately. Not scrolling, just being super grounded in that regard. Number 13, move your body, whether it's a workout class, strength training, Pilates, going on a walk, going on a run, snowboarding, skiing, going outside, <laughs> going on a hike, whatever it might be, move your body. It's great for your lymphatic system, but it also is just so good for endorphins and just showing up as the best version of yourself. 
Number 14, make a playlist. I am back in my musical era. If you guys don't know this about me, my mom was a concert pianist growing up. I played competitive piano. I learned the guitar. I played the ukulele, the mandolin, and I actually sang a little bit, which I never talk about. And I actually get so scared to do it in front of people still. And I honestly don't, but I like to have it as my own individual practice that I do completely alone when nobody is around. But I have been really into curating playlists and putting together songs that just make me feel alive and make me feel good and kind of support every type of emotion that I may be going through. So whenever I was back home, one of my favorite things in the world is being in a car driving and listening to music. So that was like super re-energizing and therapeutic. And yeah, I'm I'm really grateful for the ability to curate playlists and just have music as a resource, whether it's therapeutic or a way to boost my energy or just to kind of cancel out the noise. Number 15, have a deep life combo with a friend, a stranger, a family member, whoever. I hate surface level conversations. I actually think it's one of my biggest pet peeves. And I think it's funny. I actually double majored in college. I was a German major and an English major. And I learned that Germans actually hate small talk. It's very rare for a German person to ask you how you're doing. (laughs) And if you ask them that, they're going to look at you like you're absolutely crazy or they're actually going to tell you how they're doing. (laughs) And I made that mistake plenty of times while I was in Germany, but I really like their whole philosophy on not having surface level conversations and really having deep life conversations about philosophy or spirituality or culture. I think it's really beautiful. Number 16, call your family. This is your reminder. I'm going to call my mom after this, but I absolutely love calling my mom and talking to her. I She's the funniest person on the planet. And I, I'm grateful that she's one of my best friends. So she is my best friend, but this is a reminder to call your family, check in, see how they're doing. It'll make their day. Number 17, send love to three people every day. And what I mean by this is send them a sweet message, go surprise somebody with a nice treat, call someone. I think just sending a really nice message, whether it's expressing how proud of them you are or congratulating them for a certain accolade or just reminding them how big of a badass they are. It'll make you feel really good, but it'll also absolutely make their day and really put like, it'll set a precedent for them hopefully to do the same thing. Number 18, sing or learn an instrument. And that's all. It just feels really good. Even if you're not a good singer, just go in the shower, bust out a tune. It like honestly is so good, I feel like, for our body to express ourselves in that way. I think it's just really beautiful. Number 19, have a night in. Going out is so fun, but having a night in where you cook a meal to yourself, you're super present, you play some jazz music or whatever it may be. And even if you invite some friends over, I think it's just great to kind of have a little night in and not really have to like put on a show for anybody and just truly be yourself and do the things that you enjoy. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand with saying no. I think saying no recently has been such a superpower for me. I used to be somebody that said yes, 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 yes to everything. And being able to say no has been really 
really such a strong suit for me recently. And it's been nice to kind of hibernate and spend time alone and by myself. And again, recenter. Number 20, get out in nature. I was just talking about going on hikes around the New York area. And apparently I can take the train an hour and a half north and I'm on the Appalachian Trail. So you may see me on a mountain very soon. Number 21, physically ground. I mean, take off your shoes, walk around, physically ground your feet and your body with the core energy centers of the earth. I swear it works. It's science and it's great on the beach with sand, on the grass. Do not try this on concrete. <laughs> Do not try this somewhere where you can't physically connect with the earth's resources. But I swear it is so incredibly healing. Number 22, solo travel or isolate for a little bit. I think it's great to have memories and experiences that are completely to yourself and kind of putting yourself in these scary, almost anxiety inducing situations is the number one way to instill confidence into yourself and to create memories with your own being. And I think that was one of my highlights from this past year was being able to do that and having the opportunity and the blessing to be able to do that. But I learned so much about myself and I truly got to do the things that I enjoyed. And I know people always say, oh, you learn so much about yourself and it's a great way to just figure out who you are. But I truly think that if you're willing to spend very intimidating time like that by yourself it is such a superpower and you're kind of forced to figure out your path for life or figure out the things that you enjoy because nobody's there to kind of tell you what to do or to influence your decision making number 23 join an organized sport or group this is definitely a goal for mine this year i in the past have had beach volleyball teams and it's been super fun to do that I was always involved in a sport in high school and growing up, tennis, volleyball, all of that. So I think that's definitely a priority for me this year. But I think it's great to have a team and to work together as a team and meet new people and develop a new support system, a new community. So I think getting yourself out there and doing something new and exciting is just an incredible thing to do. Number 24, go makeup list every once in a while. Lately, I have been all about the all natural look and I think it's just sometimes nice to not get all glammed up because I think we, especially as women, I think we pick ourselves apart like no other and being able to embrace your true natural beauty and qualities is so, it's such a breath of fresh air and it just makes me feel more grounded. I just put on my SPF, I walk outside and I just embrace the person that I truly am. And for some reason, I just don't feel like I'm wearing this mask. Like I feel like I'm truly showing up as myself. And not that I do that all the time. I'm obviously wearing makeup right now for this recording. But I think being able to go makeup less and embrace that truth and that inner and outer beauty is really, really, really cool. Number 25, be truly excited for people's life moments. I think at 27, I'm having a lot of friends that are getting engaged, starting families, moving on to these new chapters of life. And I am honestly so fucking happy for them. Like I am bursting at the seams because 
I just can't wait to watch their journeys unfold and also be a part of it with them and support them and cherish these happy memories and these moments that are truly once in a lifetime. And I think there's a lot of people that can express a lot of bitterness and a lot of anger, maybe some resentment towards these people. And I honestly think that it requires way more energy to be bitter and angry than it does to be a nice, respectful person and somebody that is really excited for the people that are in your circle, in your group, and not even in your group, maybe people that are like completely unrelated. But I think having like a positive, happy-go-lucky, respectful mindset is so easy to do and harboring anger and resentment and bitterness is honestly so taxing. Number 26, volunteer or give back. And I think this is like a big philosophy for me in my life is finding a way to give back even whenever I receive life's biggest blessings. And I think it's a really great way to think is if things are going really well for you, I think it's so great to celebrate that and admire that and be proud of yourself. But I think remembering that there's people out there that may need your help and your support and, you know, are really struggling. I think it's great to remember that and to do something about it. I think there's so many moments and chances and opportunities that we get to help people. And so many people don't take that opportunity. So even if it's just like one thing a day that you can do, even if it's like the littlest thing, I think it's important to give back in some regard. Number 27, this is a sappy one, like super sappy, but love. And I think you need to fall in love with who you are. You need to fall in love with your life. You need to fall in love with the people around you and not be afraid of it. I think for so long, I've been so afraid of that word and what it means and being vulnerable and putting myself out there. And I think I'm just really ready to embrace that in this year. And yeah, just spread my love to whoever and wherever. And yeah, wow, I do sound really savvy. <laughs> but I think it's honestly like the most beautiful experience that we get in this life. And yeah, I don't want to take it for granted. I, I truly, truly just feel in love with my life and yeah, ready to spread the love and joy for 27. So anyway, thanks guys. I appreciate you guys for supporting me this last year and the last 26 years of my life, if you've been around that long. But I am truly just so incredibly blessed and grateful. And I know I say that all the time, but it is so, so true that you guys keep coming back and listening, hearing my rants, hearing the guest interviews and letting me know the love and appreciation that you guys have for this podcast. It truly makes my day, makes my whole life, honestly. So thank you guys. Love you. And I'll see you next week. Bye. I almost forgot. If you liked this episode, please feel free to like, rate, and subscribe via Apple Podcast or Spotify. And it will be greatly appreciated. It helps more than you know, and it actually helps this podcast continue to run. Every review, comment, like, message is deeply appreciated. 